much. That's not me. Hello and welcome to Tuned in Town, episode 40, June 13th, 2017. I'm your host, Devin, and today with me, my co-host, Caleb. Hello, Devin. Hello, Caleb. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so, uh, just a real quick reminder, uh, if you listen to our recent podcast, we uh, began our second official contest uh, contest drawing for a copy, a Blu-ray copy of Beating the Beast. Yep. Just send in your uh, favorite Disneyland memory and or photo, and we'll read the top three on the podcast and post any photos and stories on the website. Yes. Yeah. It's still going strong. Yep. You really want your Blu-ray copy, don't you? Yes. You do. You do. <laughs> so make sure to email us at comments at tunedintown.com. Let's go ahead and get into Adventureland Chat. Oh, goody! Shall we chat? Oh, yes. Let's. Welcome to Adventureland Chat. Uh, Caleb's going to start off for us first today. Yes, yes, I will. So over the weekend... Thursday through Saturday, I went on an awesome sauce camp out. Burned everything. 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 Everything, everything school related and <laughs> dead animal in the wood related. <laughs> I'm not going to. I may have killed a baby bird. Oh, um, that's horrible. Oh. <laughs> let's change it to I accidentally, accidentally did kill a baby bird. It was really bad. Um, I got sunburned everywhere. Do you, me, do you want me to tell the story here? Go ahead. Sure. Okay. So there was, like, a super hollow tree next to the camp out, or the camp area we were staying at. And I was all like, hmm, super hollow tree. So I went in, and sorry, I me and super hollow trees, I don't know why. Super hollow trees. So I went into the super hollow tree, and there was, like, a little nest there. And I was like, oh, cute. And so I leaned over, like, pulled out a little bit, and saw, like, baby eggs. And they put a little too much force in. And I accidentally, like, flew everywhere. Um, there were, like, three baby, three baby eggs baby eggs eggs in there and then like a super raw like you know like those pink mm. birds mm. that was still alive thrown mm. to the ground and i was like uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> so away slowly we're sorry um everyone. anyways it i put was... the nest back in and i i didn't pick up the baby bird because that's disgusting and diabetes and sort of stuff <laughs> like that so i got like a little well if you touch them they'll smell it apparently so and... i didn't touch it at yeah, all yeah, i just got yeah. a piece of bark and like scooted it on in the nicest yeah, possible yeah, way yeah. put it back in the nest then there were three eggs lying around so one of them was okay cracked but it wasn't bad um so i put those two back and then i i found the other one and i was like i don't want to pick it up because it was cracked too so i got the piece of tree bark and started putting it in the nest and it rolled off and smashed everywhere and it wasn't like you know it wasn't like it, the egg was just this was like days from hatching so like pink guts every it was disgusting oh, oh, oh. there was blood <laughs> and like the next day it was being eaten by ants okay was, let's uh let's talk anyways, about something else <laughs> on a happy note after that after i put like the pink little babies and the baby eggs in there 
um, the day we were leaving, I went to check on them, and all of them were alive and hatched well, and the bird was sleeping there and, you know, mothering them like mothers should, and oh. so everyone everyone was okay except for that one, you know. <laughs> Obviously, the, his fate went in another direction, but yeah, there you go. So, my lovely adventures. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um... Uh, for me, I just trying to figure out what to do over the summer. I'm just trying. I tried to get a job at the one and only Chick-fil-A. Woo. Good <laughs> Polynesian sauce right over there. Polynesian sauce. Okay. I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm in driver's ed right now. And that is boring. It's obvious. Yes. I text Caleb. I'm so glad that like I have a free texting app because <laughs> honestly I would be like blowing up thirty dollars a month yeah. with the things that he I don't I don't even know what, just, what to say. Devin I'm just bored. <laughs> you're addicted. <laughs> okay. Well, anything else for Adventure Lunch app? Well, um Father's Day is coming up. Oh, yeah. So is the stress of money since I have no more work. So, that's the only disadvantage of working at a school. <sighs> yeah. There you go. I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so, happy Father's Day. Yeah. It's coming <laughs> up. Uh, let's go ahead and get into Tomorrowland Bugle. Let's. Initiate countdown. And now for the news. Welcome to Adventureland Chat. Uh, today, it's uh, we've only we're gonna kind of change it up. We we've only got one news story. That is true. It's kind of it's kind of big. It's it is big. It is big. It is yeah. big and glorious. Yes. So Caleb is going to take the floor and describe it for us. Well, as you all know, Star Wars. If you've been living under a rock for the past couple of years, Star Wars Land has uh, you know begun to rise and. With that, they had to take away Big Thunder Trail, which caused a lot of congestion problems for Disneyland. And in December, they opened it for like a day or two, uncompleted, just to, you know, relieve stress and pressure on almost everywhere. So, um, anyways, they finished everything now, and it looks gorgeous, and they've just opened up like two, three days ago. New rock work. It's quite impressive. Um, and it's pretty much confirmed that there will be dose entrances to Star Wars Land. Huh. So... That's not smart. one, but dose. Um, dose. And let's see. Well, all I can really say is it's a trail. Uh, do they have any cool effects? Yes. Because Big Thunder Trail is up along uh, that hugs against the mountain, mm-hmm. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And that's where the uh, tunnel was, right, for... The minecart thingy? Yeah. The, yeah, it's still there. That's still there? That's still there. Not that I care or anything. It's just a little pond. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's still there. They obviously did a little refresh on that, you know, like a little painting mm-hmm. here and there. But they made, like, as you go, as you keep going down the trail, they have these amazing, glorious, beautiful, um, what do you call them? Like, sort of Big Thunder Mountain rock sculpture ease. You know, like, it's, a, I don't know. So you're sort of like walking through a canyon. In oh, a way. Okay. Um, and then they have, like, wood fences and wood uh, lanterns and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then up above will be the railroad track, which will be weird, but 
interesting at the same time. Huh. So, so it's uh, the railroad's going to go over the top of you. Yes, not under. Huh. So that is, that's kind of cool. Smart, but weird at the same time. Yeah, it's Anyways, be different. If you go down there, you can still see the giant buildings, like the how do I say it? The risings of Star Wars land. You can see those mm-hmm. buildings from the Vanden. When you're on Big Thunder Trail, you can see them, but uh, those will be covered with mountains. So yeah, so we're uh, that's pretty excited. If you guys end up going, make sure to send us some pictures. Since we're all the way in Utah, we can't get there very often. But I mean, we we got the real stuff, guys. You know, Arches National Park. Jeez. Yep. <laughs> you just want to go because you're jelly. So jelly. Well, <laughs> just send us pictures, and we'll post those on our website. And make sure to give you credit. Yep. And guess what? What? Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. The Mark Twain and Stanley Ship Columbia are now going on test runs around the river. What? I know, right? What? I know, right? <laughs> because the river's been closed since the... And it's shorter, so obviously... Oh, the, the river's shorter now? Yeah. Oh. The captains are having a little bit of... Difficulty difficult. turning. <laughs> well, they they don't turn. What, what are you thinking? It's on a track. Oh, I mean, what? I no. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> but anyway. You, but you know the little waterfall thing they promised in that concept art? Oh, yeah. Well, that's all done now. They No photos or pictures because no one's been on the Mark Twain or something. So, But they say it looks glorious with the waterfalls. Huh. So, and that just... And on top of that, Fantasmic rehearsals are going swell. So if you're going, it should be open mid-July. That's what they're aiming for. Okay, cool. So expect some cool things coming this year and when Star Wars Land opens. And guess what? What? They're going to have a thing? new Aladdin sequence in there. Oh, that's with cool. With Aladdin and Jasmine on, on like a flying carpet on the stage, and there's going to be fog everywhere. Huh. So like clouds, you know, Yeah. drifting yeah. in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. So I'm, I'm excited. super excited for the summer. Yeah, I'm excited for the new Fantasmic. Uh, let's uh, let, we'll try and head over there and try and see that for opening, but no guarantees. We'll, <sighs> we'll try send another and, email to Disneyland Relation Part to Part. What what yeah, was it? Disneyland Resort uh, Park Relations. Oh yeah, and get some uh, press passes and go and try it out. So yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and get into the awesome part, the part that uh, many people have been asking for, for an extended Pixar theory. Uh, And you're going to get it today, Sarah, my sister. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So today, uh, with the new edition, well, you know what, let's go ahead and just get into Miscellaneous Matterhorn for... Let's just go ahead and do that. The extended Pixar theory. Hello and welcome to Miscellaneous Matterhorn for the extended Pixar theory. We're excited for this. Um, we're just going to do a little recap here uh, and kind of the major points. Yes, of, yes, we will. Uh, the major points of what the Pixar theory is. If uh, and if you want to f- uh, see the whole thing in detail, just head back and uh, go to our other episode for Pixar theory at tuneindown.com. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's go ahead and recap. So the Pixar theory is a theory that all Pixar movies are related. Yeah. To one another, and it, 
uh, it's really it's interesting and it's and it makes sense. It does make sense. It makes sense, and um, so we're just gonna go ahead and start. It begins with Brave and ends with Monster Inc. or Brave again, depending on how you want to look at it. <laughs> because so brave you have the witch who has magic and is fascinated with bears which we'll come back to in a little bit um uh and that's where we start to see uh animals becoming more like humans mm-hmm. and that's where kind of things just get to spark off and then you have ratatouille and that's where you see uh rat rodents yeah rodents begin acting more and more like humans and that's where is it skinner what's his name that chef skinner i, I think. think or yeah the chef the main the little short guy a little short with stuff. a weird mustache yeah he um he becomes interested in it and so you start to see up with uh oh yeah so this rumor starts to get out how animals are now acting more and more like humans mm-hmm. and um, the next movie up, the explorer, I uh, can't remember his name, but the one Charles Muntz. Yeah, Charles Muntz heads to South America, and he hears about this rumor, so he takes advantage of it with his dogs, and uh, puts the collars on them, and embraces the technology to uh, make these dogs smart. Pretty much. Yep. It's so kind of cray cray. Yeah, and then you have Finding Nemo, where uh, the re where it's starting to expand to the oceans, the intelligence, and it goes into Finding Dory, of course. Obviously, yeah, obviously, and then uh, somewhat forty year. Oh wait, sorry, we have The Incredibles next, which you start to see humans evolving and becoming superheroes and such, and so now. Uh, What's his name? The villain? Uh, Sky. It's Syndrome. 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 There we go. <laughs> Syndrome. He uh, creates this intel uh, a- AI, artificial intelligence, in this robot, and um, uh, as and it becomes so smart uh, that it create that just the AI starts to develop more and more. I swear that's going to be Siri one day. Yes. You take over our phones. <laughs> and then you have somewhat, some odd 40 years later, Toy Story comes in, where mm-hmm. now the AI is starting to get into uh, these toys and such. Yep. And here's where Inside Out is between Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. Sometime in that area, Inside Out comes in, where you start to see how... Uh, how humans uh, are a source for living, which we'll get into a little bit, because um, you... uh, How would you describe this? I'm coming off blank. (laughs) You are coming off blank. Yeah. (laughs) Let's put Uh, it this way. Toys and artificial intelligence are thriving on humans, and without humans, there is no power. So, there you go. Good job. Thank you. And it's because of humans that... So, machines can only survive with humans, and humans can only survive with machines. It's true. So, that's why you see some toys start to... uh, Like, the toys don't... um, Don't work if humans aren't around. 
So yeah, they then, said it themselves. Then you get into cars, which um, cars is uh, every, all the humans on Earth. It became so polluted and such that humans were sent off into space, like you see in Wall. B and L, yeah, B and L. B and L. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. So cars comes in and these are super advanced AI and they're obviously still on earth because you see, you know, Tokyo and all this all these places, England mm-hmm. from the different cars movies. So that's where Cars One, Two and Three comes in. And guess what? You have an energy crisis from Oh no. And so a fake well, a company comes in and tries to create a fake grain uh or a safe gas. A grace, a safe fuel called a substitute. Yeah, yeah, called all in all, and by and large, which are pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yes, but we'll get into that in a minute. After that, you get Wally, which is some seventy years later. Yeah, seven hundred. Seven hundred. Sorry, some seven hundred years later, where humans are still off in, uh, off in space and, and are fat, just fat, <laughs> all fat. Fat, and you see, uh, Wally is the only uh, robot alive still, Mm -hmm. and uh, that is because (gasps) he has a strange, strange, strange obsession with humans. And so, the as we said before, humans are the main source of energy and life for these machines. So that's how Wally is still surviving. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, after that, you get Bugs Life. When all the humans come back, and they plant the boot. The boot. The boot. And if you look uh, at the end credits, you see the tree that the boot grows into. A little over-exaggerated, but, you know, similar. But it's on the same island as Bugs Bugs Life is. It's true. The tree that you see. And... um, in Bugs Life, uh, when Flick, they're, they're advanced, and so life starts to come back to Earth in the smallest form of Bugs. And when uh, Flick leaves, he's warned of um, bigger Bugs. Yep. And not humans. Which is weird because, I mean, humans are back, but there's not that many of them. So it's obviously not a threat. They're not yeah. a threat. Uh, and then after that, you get Monsters University, which is at least 1,400 years in the future because monsters, you know, just the evolution of humans and or the crossbreeding of humans and animals and, yeah, that thing. Disturbing. <laughs> yeah. But animals are getting smaller, so maybe it's not that weird. I don't know. <laughs> just stop now. Just don't even... <laughs> Um, we, we all get the idea. <laughs> so Monsters University comes in, uh, and we uh, see Monsters, Inc., and guess what? Another energy crisis because humans aren't around. So oh dear. now you probably, that's why they travel to the human world and collect their screams for their energy because uh-huh. humans are energy what? Whoa. And so um, <laughs> here we see that eventually, uh, well, actually we need to get into this part where uh, they're traveling 
uh, not they're not traveling to another world. It's still Earth. They're just traveling back in time. <gasps> Whoa! Mind blown. And so that's why. And so if you think about it, Sully sees Boo, right? Yep. And Boo, knowing that this whole other world exists, dedicates her life to trying to find this other world. So she eventually, after traveling the world, finds. Magic. <gasps> magic. Magic. And she travels back to the dark ages of Brave. What? Bah. What? And becomes the witch. The witch. Which, ha, get it? Which, which uh, means <laughs> that um, if you don't believe us, go back and watch Brave and you'll see why is she obsessed with bears because Sully is almost like a bear. Pretty much. <laughs> It's and, a picture of Sully in the background. Picture of Sully. Pizza Port. Pizza Planet. Pizza. I'm sorry. Pizza Planet truck. Pizza carving. Planet truck. Which, yeah. How would she have known that? <laughs> <laughs> and so it all loops back together. It does. It's a vicious ending. Mm-hmm. Viciously ending cycle. So now we get into the part where. Uh, if you go back and you watch Monsters, Inc., you see how, you know, obviously they switch from scaring to, what? Joy. <gasps> Which explains why that changes from Inside Out. We see that over time, because they're, uh, the Monsters world and the human world, in between the doors, they're they're, the times run parallel to each other. Mm-hmm. So, a day in the monster world equals a day in human world. So, over decades and decades of collecting screams, over time, you see um, them... You see that fear isn't becoming as successful because joy is becoming more powerful than fear due to, by and large, the company that is overthrowing or one too many horror movies that just suck yeah yeah sharknado but, you know it is a pixar theory so well, let's just stick with by and large yeah <laughs> so because by and large is run by machines and the machines are working to please humans and so that creates where their lives are based mo- mostly on joy it's true if you think about it so now joy becomes more powerful than scaring because of pleasure i guess it's <laughs> a way to put it so yeah that oh and the good dinosaur is at the very beginning oh yeah uh, and it's just it's kind of the storyline of you know what ha- what would happen if the asteroid missed and you see the evolution of humans and dinosaurs together and eventually dinosaurs are extinct from climate change because if you go back and you watch all you watch it again you see just like over the span of about two or three weeks all of these massive storms coming in, constant flooding, snow, hurricane, you know, all Death, of this stuff. blood, destruction. Yep. All of it. So, just a quick rundown of the list of movies that it goes in. Good Dinosaur, Brave, Ratatouille, Up, where you first see, by and large, buying, trying to buy Carl's house. Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, Incredibles, Toy Story, 40 years after, Inside Out, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Cars... All in all, or by and large, <laughs> Cars I'm sorry, 3. that was Cars 2. 
Silly me. Oh, Why Cars 2. That? Sorry. Yeah. Cars 2, which is all in all. Cars 3, Wally, 700 years after. Bugs Life, and Monsters University, about 1400 after. Uh, and Monsters Inc. and Back Around Brave, if you want to look at it that way. It's in the never ending story. Yeah. Ha. Ha. <laughs> so there you go. There is the extended Pixar theory. Oh, Finding Dory. There's nothing you need to know there. Yeah, no, Finding Dory is just kind of an addition to yeah. Finding Nemo, same as Toy or Cars 3, as we assume, since it's coming out soon. I am going to go see it, actually. Yeah, and I want to go and see it. Not with you, so. but sorry. <gasps> it's okay. Okay, well, there you go. There's the extent Pixar theory. Thanks, Kevin, for joining me. I'm so exhausted. I think I'm gonna have a glass of water here. Jeez, Ooh, my voice. I'm sorry. What did you do? You want here? You can talk for a little bit. Okay. I don't know what to say because I'm not the host. But you can end the podcast. I can end the podcast. Yeah. Whoa. I can end the podcast. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You're welcome. This is a privilege. Here, let me take my out here. Okay. Well. I don't know how to end this. I just can't. I can't. <laughs> I do have to say a few things, though. Uh, we have got our YouTube channel up. So you can, if you type in Toontown and see the logo and everything, just go check it out. And subscribe. Smash that like button. <laughs> 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 smash that like button and smash that subscriber button. Yeah. What? <laughs> Act like a YouTuber. Smash that like button. Oh, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> We're not going to be those kinds of people. <laughs> But I am going to post my mini Fantasmic series up there someday. Actually, Woo. I'm doing it now. So, Woo! And we're trying to g- expand out to social media slowly. We are. We are. We are going to. Okay. okay. One we day are. I will fi- figure out Facebook. One day. <laughs> I say we should expand out onto Instagram and Twitter. One day you will find it's tuned in town everywhere. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. Cool. Don't forget our contest. You need a Blu-ray. Blu-ray is awesome. Yep. Email us your favorite Disney memory slash photo at comments at tune. Or you can just com. say hi, Devin and Caleb put me in the contest. Yeah, but we'd like a story. I mean, it's not that hard. You'd obviously wouldn't win, but you know, <laughs> that's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah. You're not going to win, but you can always just email us. <laughs> Okay, um, and as always, we end here on the podcast with a quote from Walt Disney. Yes, we do. So, and it says here, All the adversity I've had in my life, all my troubles and obstacles have strengthened me. You may not realize it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. Amen. Thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in.